Well, joining us to help set the stage ahead of today's budget, expected to come down at about 2 p.m. Calgary time. We're joined this morning by Torin Jolly, tax partner at KPMG. Hi, Torin. Thanks so much for joining us again. Good day, good day. I appreciate Been all it. Year, I guess. Yeah, it's here. Big budget day. Exciting, or yeah. is it? What are we anticipating? <laughs> Big budget day. Well, I think it's important that we set the stage uh, because it's going to lead into what we expect in the budget. So, no surprise, the number one issue facing most Canadians is inflation, followed by rising interest rates. Um, there's a healthcare commitment that's uh, that the provinces and the federal government have landed on, war in Ukraine, and the Inflation Reduction Act in the U.S., which contained a lot of significant uh, spending commitments for clean technology. So with that as a backdrop, you can you can probably understand that there's some headwinds, if you will. So what we're expecting to see is targeted relief for inflation. And so this will be targeted measured and specific, and likely not broad-based. Um, we're, we're expecting to hear and see more on the commitments to clean technology, as well as an explanation of the health care funding that, is, um, that the provinces and the federal government have just landed on, um, as well as um, recycling, if you will, the, a bunch of outstanding legislation that we have that was announced in previous budgets that we're still waiting for legislation. So I think we're going to see a lot of that, but not a lot of specific things that I would think that would be broad-based for the average Canadian, if you will. We talked about individuals there, Torrent. Let's laser in on the business community. What are you hearing about what they'd like to see from uh, the 2023 budget? Well, the business community at and KPMG did a poll with the business community earlier in the month, and about 80% of businesses are looking for more relief and more support, whether that's for reducing taxes or supporting them in investment, and particularly with regards to the, uh, their energy transition, some types of support there. Now, I think about 90% of the businesses have a plan for the energy transition, but they do need some support from governments to get them there. Let's talk, Torin, about um, small and medium-sized businesses, big businesses. Is there going to be anything, any kind of breaks for business owners that they we should be anticipating? Well, I think the breaks that uh, you might be alluding to might be a little bit more focused on the energy transition. As I already noted, uh, they're looking for support of how to do that and, and how to get there. You know, as the technology is being developed and the systems are being, um, uh, I guess, developed and invented, if you will, uh, they'll be looking for a lot more of that. As you know, if you're referring to something more of, um, is there going to be a broad-based tax cut? We're not expecting such a thing. Uh, if taxes, uh, we're probably expecting a little bit more of uh, stability and a confirmation that, uh, from that perspective, it'll be relatively stable. But uh, you know, dealing with invest, uh, investment tax credits on the side. Mm-hmm. Can you give us a little bit of a, a tidbit here, some kind of a nugget as to how? Because we've we've heard that for middle class earners in Canada, not a lot of, of optimism, not a lot of breaks when it comes to, to credits and, and different programs. But uh, lower income earners will have a, a plethora, so to speak. How does it? 
affect inflation uh, if we're, we're keeping less credits to the middle class in the sense that we're already having trouble making ends meet? Can you see that making sense math-wise? Um, that's, a, that's a very good question, a policy qu- question, but I'll, I'll take my best stab at it. And, and I think what you're referring to is if, um, if there is lots of incentives for a larger uh, percentage of the population, that in and itself could contribute to additional inflation. And so I think the government is very cognizant of that and thinking about you know, how much measures and incentives are being put into the economy and trying to balance out helping and supporting Canadians and Canadian businesses, but at the same time not contributing to inflation. So hence the reason why we're ex- not, uh, not expecting a lot of big incentives for the uh, you know for all the average Canadian, but more targeted ones. One to get the relief to specific uh, members of the population, but at the same time not contribute more to the inflation uh, situation than we have going on in Canada. So, Torin, do you sort of see this as you know an, an appeasement budget trying to uh, appease the NDP that's propping up the Liberals, appeasing everybody just with a little bit of a nugget here, there, and everywhere? Hmm. Uh, that's an interesting question. I don't know if it's going to be so much an appeasement budget, but more of a confirmation of direction that they have been on for the past uh, few years about, you know, commitments to health care and, and, and supporting the middle class. So I, I expect more to be in that arena, but whether it's to be something to appease a particular party, I guess that'll be left to be seen at two o'clock this afternoon. Good stuff. Thanks for the look ahead. We appreciate <laughs> yeah. it, Tarn. Yeah, yeah. It's going to okay. be a, it's like Christmas yeah. for you, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, enjoy, I know. Enjoy the day. Okay, thank you. Bye now. That is Torn Jolly, tax partner at KPMG, based in Calgary.